0: Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I have a great guest on. And I really liked when I was looking at his LinkedIn profile and I saw, you know, his business name. And I was like, you know what? That is a really cool name because I think it resonates so well with where entrepreneurs feel like they are, especially in this world where there's so many big companies that we're competing against. And, you know, so it's always good to, be able to have someone who understands where you are and can help start putting together that strategy to help you get there. So I want to welcome to the show, Steve Gatter. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much. Nice to be here, Terrell. Absolutely. Our pleasure to have you. So Steve, before we jump into your business about underdog you know, businesses, I mean, tell us a little bit about what was your background before starting this company?
1: Uh, The short answer to that is I was in the mortgage industry, and so I worked for Countrywide, and I had spent 12 years with them, Uh, half of them as a commission-only sales rep, and then half as a branch manager. And when the whole whole industry did in 2007, it was time to go do something else.
0: That I, I completely understand. So I guess for yourself, I mean, how did you find, you know, what was that journey like of like I said, spending all that time in the mortgage industry and then trying to figure out, you know, what was going to be your next move? What was that like?
1: Well, that's a great question. Um,
0: and it's been about
1: a 10-year journey trying to figure that out. I call this my third career. It took me a long time to come to grips with that. But the question that finally occurred to me was, I'm not the same person I was two careers ago. Um, I'm a completely different person. My experience and my expertise, what is it? What am I supposed to go do with it? What is the highest and best use of my own skill set? That's what the 10-year journey was really about. I had this game plan, Terrell, to go meet 100 people. When I removed. I resigned from Countrywide, and then we moved from Philadelphia to Charlotte. Didn't really know that many people here, so the game plan was go meet 100 people. And the question was, what do you do for a living? I wonder if I could do that.
0: <laughs> I think that's a great way to look at. It. I mean, I think that you know sometimes I think we we, we, we underestimate the value of just meeting people. And, you know, hearing other people's stories, because I, I have noticed that sometimes when I talk to people, when they talk about networking, they're like, well, I'm not that good at it. And when I talk a little bit further, you know, you find out like they, they equate selling with networking. It's like, no, you just need to go understand, meet other people, learn about them, learn about what they're doing. So I,
1: I love that. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, and I coach people all the time to go talk to people and just go find out what they do what they're doing, how they do it, why they're doing it, and get to know who they are. Because Building rapport is really the very first step before you can sell anybody anything.
0: No, I totally agree. And so on that 10 year journey, I mean, now, now with a, a coaching business. So what was it about, you know, coaching that really resonated with you that You were like, you know what, this is the one that I want to invest my time and energy into. Well, what I finally realized,
1: Terrell, was that I was no longer fit for W-2 employment. Um, Nobody was going to hire me. And I couldn't stand it. I I would have been the world's worst employee. Okay, Steve. So now what are you going to do? Well, I really don't want to start my own company. I really don't want to hire employees. You really do want to be a one-person business. And so this concept of a solopreneur is what really resonated with me. And so that was what I started to try to figure out. How do you operate as a one-person business? Because I was never taught how to do that. And I've learned that it's a whole different volume. <laughs> and that is exactly the problem I want to help people solve. How to
0: be a one-person business. Yeah, I think that that is amazing. I mean, and I think, it, you know, it's extremely commendable of just having that level of self-awareness. I think, you know, sometimes I think it's unfortunate where people, they, they don't come to that conclusion soon enough that, hey, you know what? I'm really not a great W-2 or like, hey, this is not really the avenue for me. And they end up staying too long, which ends up hurting them in the long run. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely right. I agree. Now, when you talk about you know you know helping people navigate that, like you know being a, a, a solopreneur or a freelancer, however people kind of describe it, you know, um, when it comes down to helping people with that, you know, have there been any like common issues that you've seen people struggle with in that area? Um, there's several
1: um, common issues. Um, not the least of which is the fact that most all of us have come out of corporate and we or we come from uh, universities where we were taught marketing. Okay, great. But what we were taught in those two instances was here, here's a million dollars. Go out and market yourself. Go out and go get a market share. Okay, well, I don't have a million dollars. So now what do I do? Okay. Um, So most of the things that we were taught about sales and marketing no longer apply. Um, My cardinal rule in talking to my clients is we've got to figure out what is the least we have to do in order to achieve what we want. It's really easy to keep doing more and more and more. but That's not it. The question is, what is the most effective thing I can do right now? To achieve what it is that I want, We gotta become more efficient.
0: I think that is a phenomenal thing. I mean, it, because I think there's a lot of people who do struggle with that, it, it, it's figuring that piece out. So, you know, with that amazing thing that you do to help, you know, help your clients and help other business owners, you know, if someone is saying, like, hey, you know, I'm struggling with that to where I'm just doing a bunch of activity or, Hey, I really don't know how to even go through that process to get to efficiency. How can they get in touch with you, or how can they find you online or social media? Um, I do have a
1: website. It's uh, www.underdog704.com. But my, my favorite tool is LinkedIn. So I am the only Steve Gatter on LinkedIn living in Charlotte, North Carolina. So that's the easiest way to connect.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now, I also want to talk about, you know, how did you come up with the name? Because uh, I guess I could assume I, I, I know the story behind it, but I, I just rather just ask, how did you come up with that name? <laughs> um,
1: a large part of my education, I think, occurred via cartoons. So I'm, I'm very knowledgeable about my cartoon history. So I, I, I appreciate Um. But what I realized was when I finally understood that being a solopreneur was a completely different ballgame than everything else I had ever thought about, and I realized that I'm an underdog. I mean, trying to compete in today's crowded marketplace as a one-person business, you're an underdog. Now, there's a lot of benefit to being an underdog, and that is we are much more flexible and being able to do things that we can't do. And so it kind of stuck with me. And I did have a good friend of mine here in Charlotte, and she and I were kind of talking about what I was up against and what I was trying to do. And she's the one that drew my logo for me, the little dog with the red cape. And uh, I like it. It's worked out pretty neatly.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up the, the interview, you know, one of the other areas I wanted to talk about is, you know, in your journey, I mean, I'm sure you, you've learned a ton. um, And so one piece of that, well, first question I wanted to talk about was as you were going through that 10 year journey, I'm, I would assume that you, you came across some options that just weren't the right fit for, you know, what you wanted to invest your time in. And so how did you say no to those opportunities that popped up that just weren't the right fit? Well, my problem was
1: I I didn't say no often enough. (laughs) And I did get myself involved in a handful of different things that just didn't fit. But, you know, sometimes you just don't know that until you go in and try it. And one of my best friends here is very successful in network marketing. And he got me involved in two different ventures. And, you know, I tried, but it's not me. That's not what I want to do. Those aren't the people I want to help. That's not the product I'm excited about. Um, so I tried a lot of different things. and They just didn't fit.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's very interesting because I talked to, I mean, my background is accounting and finance. And I, when I'm talking to, you know, business owners or people that they, they contact me because they say, hey, they want to start a business now. I don't know exactly why they think um, me being, I guess a CPA would be like the best person to, to run their ideas by. Um, but, I, you know, I usually take the calls in. And, and one of the things that I find is that when people start to describe hey, this opportunity based on, hey, well, these people are making this kind of money and this and It's like, it's one of those things I start to realize, like, I'm not sure if you're really gonna have the stamina to run the marathon of that opportunity. Like, I'm not sure that sounds like it's the right opportunity for you.
1: Now, one of the, the key questions that I wind up asking my clients is when you finally do figure out who your ideal client is, The question is, are those the people you really want to help? I mean, when you take a look at your clients, are you proud of the fact that those are the people I'm here for? That's the difference I want to make, and those are the people I want to help. And if you can answer yes to that, now you got a chance because now you have a really good opportunity to help the people you want to help, and you're going to enjoy it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now, another thing that I wanted to ask, and I always like to ask every guest that comes on the show is when you think about, you know, your journey, um, what's two pieces of advice that you would share with other business owners?
1: Well, I already mentioned one, because that's my first commandment. That is, you've got to figure out what's the least you have to do in order to achieve the goals you want. You've got to Get rid of all the waste, get rid of all the stupid stuff, and figure out what are the most important things I have to do every day. And then the second thing I would suggest is if you're starting out and you're a freelancer, you really don't have a brand reputation. Nobody knows who you are. And you can talk to people all the time, but at some point in time, you're actually going to have to do something. And so I encourage people to put together a four-tier product so that when you do have the opportunity to meet a prospect, you can give them a little bit of a free sample. Then you can have a micro product, which doesn't cost much, but it delivers real value. And so that way, after those first two instances, that prospect now knows a lot more about you, and they have some rapport, and they've seen you in action. Now, you're in a position to consider your core product, and then you might also have a premium product and if you put together those four different products you can create a buyer's journey and allow your prospects
0: to gradually hire you. That would, those would be my two key points awesome awesome well steve thank you so much for coming on the show um giving us a little bit more insight into you know your story you know your journey from you know going from the mortgages to the, the 10 year process of getting to, you know, where you are today. And so thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your insight, your story and your wisdom. Really a pleasure to have you thank you very much it was a pleasure to meet you thanks thank you for tuning in to the business talk library if you like our content be sure to follow us on social media and if you want to see more of our exclusive content you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library hey the business talk library is the place where business makes sense